relief factor, pain relief that's natural, pain relief that works, and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain. That's the experience of tens of thousands of Americans who are taking Relief Factor right now. See their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just $19.95. That's less than a dollar a day. Find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today. Relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Be the next success story. Fathers brought forth upon this continent a new nation conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. The world will little note or long remember what we say here, but it can never forget what they did here. Not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. I can hear you, the rest of the world hears you, and the people... And the people who knock these buildings down will hear all of us soon. And we will make America great again. This is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Okay. Sir, did thank General Milley do the right thing, sir? Thank you. General Milley, let's go. I have great confidence in General Milley. Thank you, thank you. Great confidence to do what? That's the question, isn't it? Welcome, dear friends. I'm Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to President Trump. And yes, sorry, leftists, still member of the Pentagon's National Security Education Board. Cry a little bit more, won't you? That was the current incumbent of the White House, sadly the man who bears the title President of the United States, saying he has full confidence in General Mark Milley. Really? That's interesting because it's a man who doesn't even remember the name of fellow presidents and heads of state. The same Joe Biden. Cut three. Thank you, Boris. And I want to thank uh, that fellow down under. Thank you very much, pal. I want to thank that fellow down under. Has any any head of state in any country, I don't know, Vanuatu, Mauritius, has anybody said of a fellow head of state, uh, uh, you, that guy over there, uh, what's his name? Uh, How? Yes, 80 million. Right. Yeah, sure. Got it. 80 million. Uh, Yeah, so Millie's got your confidence. Well, that must make him feel a lot better. A lot better. Maybe he knows your name. Maybe tomorrow he won't. Let's talk about this story. Enough of being uh, amusing. This is deadly serious. They charged the last president with being a Russian agent. They accused his campaign and his administration of colluding with Russia. The man who kept us safe for four years 
in ways that we hadn't seen in decades. Remember, 9-11 happened under Bush. The East, em- the East Africa embassy bombings happened under Clinton. Not since Ronald Reagan did we have peace through strength like we did under my former boss, Donald Trump. Let's just remind the world, when we came into office, we had been told that we have a crazy warmonger. Either either he's working for the Russians or he's a crazy warmonger. I mean, you, you had to pick your insanity. This is a man who didn't know what he was doing and would trigger war with various nations. What did he do instead? Let me share a little story here. I was in the Oval Office with President Trump. Just the two of us, which rarely happens. The Oval Office has... um, Well, it has an entranceway from the outer office. And then it has a little narrow door that goes to a private eating area and little place for the president to just sit and read and be by himself. And then it has the door to the the West Wing where guests come through. So you're rarely in there alone. I was in there with the most powerful man in the world. And it, and it is a humbling feeling, a truly, uh, as an immigrant to the United States, somebody who wasn't born here, who has an accent and who always will, who only became a citizen three years prior to be alone in the Oval Office is it, something you can't express. And I was in there on, on other business. If I remember well, I think it was um, Iran deal. Um, I was one of the two people in the building, <laughs> in addition to the president, who wanted to kill the Iran deal. And God bless him for finally doing it in the face of people like H.R. McMaster, Tillerson, Mnuchin, all the other fake America firsters. And I was about to leave. Still talking about something to do with Iran. And the president looked at something in his hand. And he got this very serious expression. You know, he's a very jovial person. He's got a great, great sense of humor. But suddenly his face froze. He was reminded of something on that piece of paper or just um, something came to mind. And he said, I really don't want Americans to die on the Korean Peninsula. I do not want to get us into another shooting war in Korea. He understood the threat. Remember the Hermit Kingdom under Kim launching ballistic missiles over the Sea of Japan, intimidating our friends and our allies. But despite never having served, he went to a a military high school, but despite never having served, he really understood the weight, the inordinate responsibility carried by the person who is our commander-in-chief. And he exercised that duty 
so adroitly with such skill for four years that we were safer than we had ever been for more than a decade. Russia was contained. Iran was brought to its knees through economic sanctions. A trade war was declared against China in the face of everything, everything the left and the right were telling us. And despite what Obama had lectured Americans on that, oh, well, when it wa wasn't the JV team, ISIS, after it established the caliphate, was just so powerful that it was, quote-unquote, a generational threat we just have to deal with. Just, just learn to live with people being decapitated on YouTube. Fighter pilots set alight. Women, girls sold into sex slavery. Just, just live with it. Damn it. No, we weren't. He unleashed the might of our special forces. And America crushed the physical caliphate of ISIS in five months. Five months! The warmonger didn't invade anywhere. Unlike Obama, who in one weekend bombed eight countries. Yes, eight countries in one weekend. He secured the border. He sent a message to Xi Jinping over chocolate cake in Mar-a-Lago. Oh, by the way, Xi, I just dropped 53 cruise missiles on Assad, who was about to use chemical weapons. He didn't invade Syria. He sent a message to all tin pot dictators. America is back. No dumb words. No d dumb wars. No disrespect for our troops. What's happened in the last nine months? All of our enemies are laughing at us, are plotting against us, as our own senior military plot against this nation. Whatever the final story is about Millie and the Chinese, he didn't deny it yesterday. His spokesman said, yes, he kept in contact with his Chinese equivalents. And if he warned them that he would be their canary in the coal mine if Donald Trump wanted to use military force against them then he is a traitor and should be clapped in irons sadly he's not the only one we have an amazing show today we will continue to discuss Mark Milley with Colonel Schlichter will talk about the political persecution of Trump voters with Julie Kelly in studio. And we're going to give you the latest from the swamp, from the man who knows, from the most powerful conservative website on the planet, Washington political editor for Breitbart.com, Matt Boyle. Don't touch that dial. Relief Factor. It's real, it's drug-free, and it works. I had a lower back pain issue that had plagued me for nine years, almost a decade. Nothing I did worked. I took Relief Factor, and two weeks later, I was pain-free, and I'm still pain-free more than two and a half years later. John Jr., 
Yes. Relief factor. Relief factor. Is I, it real? It is real. I'm swearing by it now. I, I just started uh, uh, taking it a couple weeks ago. How old are you? I am 22 years old. How? Why are you taking it? Why am I taking this? Because I broke my leg and I was off all the opioids, all the pain medication, less than a week out of surgery. I was taking my relief factor and I just went in for an appointment today. Everything looks stellar in there. Oh, my goodness. I swear by it. Seven screws and a rod, but he is dancing the light fantastic down the hallways here. Why? Because of relief factors. Guys, it's serious. My wife takes it. I take it. Uh, John takes it. It is that good. Tens of thousands of Americans across the country getting their lives back. How about you? You should be the next one. There's only one way to find out, but it's super easy. Go to relieffactor.com, order the three-week quick starter pack right now. It'll be at your door in three days or less. Take it morning and evening just like I do. And I promise you, Dr. G's guaranteed by the end of those three weeks, you will know whether it works for you like it works for me, John Jr., and tens of thousands of Americans across the country. Call 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. Portions of America First are brought to you in part by American Financing. Warner Brothers Pictures presents Cry Macho from the legendary director. He's actually an actor as well, by the way. Clint Eastwood. It's the story of being lost and found. Clint Eastwood returns as a one-time rodeo star and washed-up horse breeder who takes a job to bring back his ex-boss's young son from Mexico. The unlikely pair face an unexpectedly challenging journey home where the only road home is through redemption. In theaters and on HBO Max for 31 days tomorrow, rated PG-13 may be inappropriate for children under 13. That's the latest Clint Eastwood must watch Cry Macho on HBO and in theaters now. Okay, where are we? Yes, we have an amazing story. Thanks to my, am I going to say live on radio? My brother-in-law reached out to me this morning and he said, have you seen this story in Fox News? I know the guy who did it. And I said, really? Um, Well, then connect us. And he did. So thank you, uh, unnamed brother-in-law, for connecting us to a man who um, understands communications, strategic communications, former Pennsylvania state senator. Delighted to have him on the show. Scott Wagner, welcome to America First. Sebastian, how are you this afternoon? I am much better for seeing the 15 billboards you put up around Pennsylvania. Um, oh, there it is. Thank you, Eric. So it's a photograph. Um, I, I'm not sure. I'll have to ask Brian Stelter if it's doctored or not. It is Joe Biden in a Taliban uh, outfit holding an RPG grenade launcher with the sign, making the Taliban great again. I, I dread to think how much those 15 billboards cost you. God bless you for doing it. Tell us. Why you did it, Scott? Well, Sebastian, uh, you know, I have a political background. Uh, I'm going to be 66 years old next week. I've been in business my whole life. This country has been great to me. Uh, we live in the greatest country. And so to think that, uh, that our government, our president, left 25, excuse me, um, 75,000 vehicles, 500 aircraft, 
all the weapons, all the ammunition, explosives, night vision equipment, that kind of stuff. We left it for the Taliban. And now I was actually just on the Internet looking at images of over the last several weeks, the Taliban soldiers, fighters, driving and riding in U.S. armored personnel carriers. I mean, it's just amazing that this is going on. And somebody has to step up and say something. But it's it's madness what we've done. So we have we have given uh, the Taliban an early Christmas, quite frankly, and they're going to use this equipment on us and other other countries. And but somebody's got to you know, somebody had to stand up, and that's that's why I did what I did. Um, you know we've you know we hear the stories, the news stories. The Taliban is going through neighborhoods right now, you know, looking for young girls, teenage girls to marry their fighters. You know, they have uh, they, they don't believe in women's rights. And, Sebastian, when you think about the last 18 years of people that were born in Afghanistan, zero to 18 years old, that have had a taste of freedom, democracy, um, you know, good things in the world. And all of a sudden that world they've known has been yanked out from under them. I think it's I think it's a tragedy. And, uh, you know, we pulled out in the wrong way. And I. Personally, this is my personal opinion, I think, with the laughing stock of the world. Yeah. And, you know, but I also I traveled around the state of Pennsylvania a lot when I was in the Pennsylvania Senate and when I was running for governor of Pennsylvania in 18. I met a lot of veterans that had wounds, had had lost arms and legs, you know, families who lost uh, loved ones over in Afghanistan and Iraq. What do we say to those people? So that's really my message and why I ran you know, the billboards, um, my phone is just lighting up. Well, this is my to question hire. to you. I mean, God bless you for doing this. This is what the GOP should be doing every day, but they're asleep or, or I don't know what. What's the reaction been to these amazing billboards of Biden making the Taliban great again? Share, share a few of those responses. Well, what's inter- I, inter- interesting you say that. I just had a, um, a gentleman call me from Las Vegas, and he asked if I could, would, would be willing to forward my, his name to my billboard company and would they send artwork. Well, I did that, and I got an email a couple of minutes ago back from the owner, of, and he said, no problem. He said, I've, been ha- I've had probably at least a dozen requests to send artwork out to other states. So these <laughs> boards are popping up in other states. Listen, I haven't heard a lot of negativity. But listen, if there's people that think that I'm, I'm, I'm a nut job or, you know, you don't like me because what I did, well, maybe you should go live in Afghanistan, and I'd be, quite frankly, willing to buy you a one-way uh, one-way first-class ticket. You got to go there and live and just see what it's like over yeah, there. Yeah, I've your been there. I've been there in, in 2006, and I do not want to live there. I'm very happy to be an American, living in America. Um, share, share with me, help me if you will. I, I know the part of the world where you come from. I spent a lot of time in Pennsylvania because of uh, my wife's family. Why do so many Pennsylvanians vote Democrat, Scott? Um, I think, Sebastian, the reason in Pennsylvania is the public sector unions are so strong in Pennsylvania. Um, you know, they have they have acts, uh, you know, they have automatic dues deduction. They take you know, dues money right out of their, their worker paychecks uh, and they have so much money at their disposal and they fund candidates. It's when I ran for governor of you know, Pennsylvania in 2018, I think Governor Wolf received somewhere between 15 and 20 million. Uh, in from public sector unions, and wow. the big one is the PSEA, which is the teachers union. So, I think there's just so much money in Pennsylvania that comes from the public sector unions that it's 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 just tough for us to it's tough for us to to you know really prevail against that that kind of money. 
Well, God bless you for what you have done. I hope to see those billboards across the country. I, I want the uh, the graphics file for that poster so we could print one up here for our studio, which is actually lined with movie posters. I think we need one of those. We have been talking to Scott Wagner, former Pennsylvania state senator and candidate for governor. Thank you, Scott, for doing what you do. We need more like you. And thank you to... Uh, my brother-in-law, you know who you are. Thanks for making that uh, that interview possible. God bless you, Scott. Thank you. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Your call's next on 833-33-Gorka. That's 833-334-6752. Coming to you live from the relieffactor.com studios. Gun Owners of America is the only no-compromise gun lobby. From battling the Biden administration's radical anti-gun agenda to restoring your constitutionally protected rights in the states, GOA's grassroots army, led by a friend of this show, Eric Pratt, is ready. GOA has a proud 45-year history of defending your Second Amendment rights without compromise. GOA's mission is simple, to protect, defend, and restore the Second Amendment. For just $25 a year, you can take an active role in the protection of your rights. When you join today by visiting gunowners.org slash G-O-R-K-A, you will receive a free gift. So help protect the Second Amendment by joining Gun Owners of America right now at gunowners.org slash G-O-R-K-A. From the ReliefFactor.com studios, this is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Car Firearms is fighting for America. Car executives stand with America First and are willing to put their brand's reputation on the line to stand up for liberty. Please support our Second Amendment sponsor. That's KAHR.com. Check out their amazing line of U.S.-made weapons. I carry a 9mm car. That's KAHR.com. Thanks to Robert Darvey. Yes, the Robert Darvey, actor and singer who is listening to the show and wanted a little bit of extra information. We're talking about uh, Clint Eastwood's latest movie, Crime Macho, and he told me, I didn't know this, and I appreciate that, Robert, that Crime Macho is also produced by Al Ruddy legendary producer of The Godfather, Million Dollar Baby, The Longest Yard, and one of the most famous old-timers in the film business. Thank you, Robert, for that additional information. We are back, and we're talking Millie. We're talking treason, sedition, and somebody has an opinion, and he's the former director of the CIA and Secretary of State, Mike Pompeo. Cut six. We should make sure that we, as quickly as we can, figure out if General Milley spoke to Woodward himself. We should find out if General Milley is prepared to testify. We can do it tomorrow or the next day to get clarity about what General Milley said. I don't know the DOD's policy, uh, Sean, exactly on whether there would be a transcript of this phone call, but I promise you there were note takers in the room. Uh, I am very confident that that conversation can be reconstructed. If, if you had a senior military leader who was simply an advisor tell the Chinese Communist Party that they would get notice of an attack, this rivals anything we've seen in our nation's history. Uh, only the president of the United States has the capacity to make those decisions. And I'd be shocked if the then acting secretary of defense gave him any authority to even contemplate that very conversation. It would only be those two people that could have told General Milley to have that conversation if, in fact, it took place. 
Let's ask a man who has worn the cloth of the Republic for decades. I call him Colonel K. Kurt Schlichter, the author most recently of The Split. Uh, Kurt, thank you for, for jumping in today. Uh, follow this man at Kurt Schlichter. Read his articles at Town Hall. This is my take. I, we haven't rehearsed any of this. I'm going to give you Dr. G's analysis. I'm risking everything here because I'm going to ask you whether you disagree or don't agree. But you know, free fire zone, free fire zone. Here's my take. This is what I told the guys that are on Breitbart this morning. Robert Woodward is a putz and a liar. I mean, he's a pathetic little gnome of a man who just makes crap up. It's what he does. He's been doing it for 40 years. So there's that, that, that problem with the source. Did this happen because the guy's an inveterate liar? Yet you have... Fa- oh, my God. I'm, I'm using the phrase fact pattern with a lawyer. How... how um, okay. Um, there is a pattern of behavior from Millie which is politically correct from the video undermining his boss after the Lafayette Square uh, quelling of the fire bombers to his praising critical race theory, saying he's white and we have to investigate white rage, on and on and on. So it is not outside the bounds of of, uh, feasible scenarios that he did this with his Chinese counterparts. I want to ask you, as somebody who's served in the U.S. military, where do you stand? What's your gut reaction to this horrible story? Well, Dr. Gorka, I mean, considering that Woodward and Milley are both uh, uh, terrible, terrible people with a proven track record of uh, of failure, perhaps they cancel out each other and... And then you have to assume it's true. I, I, I look at it. I, now, uh, Millie has not come out and denied it. Suddenly he's shy again. You know, after taking 250 years of American civil military tradition and flushing it down the toilet, uh, he's decided now he has to be quiet. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess we got to take it when we get it. Um, it's him running his full mouth that's been causing all these problems from announcing that America's greatest uh, strategic threat is the weather to uh, his uh, insane white rage nonsense, to undercutting the president. Uh, and, and, and look, I, 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 like, I like Donald Trump as much as anybody. But after that, after that Lafayette thing, I'd have had him handing out snow cones at Elmendorf Air Force Base. I mean, you mean you mean, when, you mean you mean when Millie started lecturing us on video about two hundred oh, years yeah. of racial injustice after President Trump stopped the fire bombers? Oh yeah, yeah, that's that, it's exactly what I would have done. I look at that; it's it's almost the equivalent of uh, uh, Harry Truman uh, calling up MacArthur and asking to come mow his lawn. I mean, it would. Look, I like the president, but the president likes generals and he likes them too much. Okay, he needs let- to look at them with a jaundiced eye and understand that our generals are now part of the establishment. They are of the establishment. The war college uh, curriculum is largely designed to integrate them into the establishment and get rid of all the kind of stuff that makes good generals good generals. Uh, and have them buy into all the presumptions of our failed elite. Yeah. Uh, Millie has done that and more. Millie has gone in 110% for the establishment, and he and it's paying off. He will not be held accountable. No, He's not going to get fired. And, and the key- He's not going to get uh, court-martialed. He's going to retire as a four-star, though he should probably retire as a major. Um and, and, and that is the problem with our institutions, the utter lack of accountability. 
Yeah. Dr. Gorka, as you know from your, your working with the American military, the, the, the civil military relationship used to be sacred. And the fact is we were in the passenger seat as military officers, never the driver's seat. And this guy had no fear to completely toss that out the window. What does that tell you about our elite? It tells you there's no such thing as accountability. And the fact that you have all these people, you know, from, uh, you know, buffoons like uh, 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 Tom Nichols, the expert on experts, to uh, some generals, to uh, uh, the bozos and, uh, uh, you know, clowns of uh, MSNBC, making excuses for this and actually saying it's a good thing. And I look at this and it's remarkable that we have an elite that wants to, uh, for the sake of short-term expedience, undermine and undercut everything that gave them their power and prestige. And you know what? For once, they may succeed. Yeah. Um, this, I, I want to keep you on for one more segment because there's, there's not just the issue of the ideology, the insertion of political correctness, and the idea that, I'm going to say this now, no names. I had dinner um, with a former faculty member of West Point. <laughs> he said to me, and he's a former cavalry officer, however bad you think it is in terms of political correctness at West Point, multiply it by five. It is yeah. much much worse. And I think of one thing. This, this doesn't start with Millie. This doesn't start with Austin. When you have that, that punk, Lieutenant Cadet uh, uh, Rapone. Yes. In his West... Communist. Yeah, communist. In his West Point uniform, flip his uh. cover over. Inside his cover, it says, communism will win. And he pulls back his dress uniform. And underneath, he has his Che Guevara T-shirt. That means the whole system is corrupt. And the question I want to discuss next with you, his insertion of himself into the chain of command when Millie had no authority by statute to be anywhere near the chain of command of the United States of America. We're talking to the author of Split and the 21 Lies About You and Donald Trump. He's Colonel K. Follow him at Kurt Schlichter. Read his articles at townhall.com. I'm Sebastian Gorka. Hear the latest reporting and analysis on the big stories of the day on the Daybreak Insider podcast. It's top-notch reporting from SRN News, along with the sharpest insight from Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Dennis Prager, Sebastian Gorka, and the voices of townhall.com. The Daybreak Insider podcast. It's your first look at today's top stories. Available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, and at SalemPodcastNetwork.com. On the side of the U.S. Constitution, America first. Car Firearms is fighting for America. Car executives stand with America first. 
and are willing to put their brand's reputation on the line to stand for our liberties. Please support our Second Amendment sponsor, Car Firearms. I carry a 9mm car. Check out their amazing line of weapons at kahr.com. That's kahr.com. We are back with the one and only Kurt Schlichter. His book, they can't print it fast enough. It is literally, as soon as a million of them are on the shelves, they're gone. Get yours now. It is the split. Get his latest number six in the Kelly Turnbull series. It's nuts. It's crazy. Then his nonfiction work, The 21 Lies About You and Donald Trump. Follow him. Read him at townhall.com. Um, you said something. So the, the news is out. Let's just give the breaking news because that's I, I think that's part of my job. There's a guy called Michael Sussman who works for Perkins Coie. I don't know why it's pronounced Coie. It's Coy, but never mind. Perkins Coie, one of the dodgiest law firms in America that worked for Hillary Clinton, who has been indicted today. John Durham does exist. He may be working at the speed of a sloth, but he does exist. And he's indicted some no-name lawyer who worked for Hillary Clinton for misrepresenting himself to the FBI. After yesterday's uh, congressional hearing that you mentioned in the break, Kurt, where the FBI director, Chris Reyes, asked, um, how is it that dozens of girls, girls were raped by the Olympic gymnast team's doctor, and the FBI was told, and they did nothing. And he said, uh, I, I don't know. You, you said this thing. Um, when there's no accountability in a society, Kurt, what happens? It falls apart, and you're, you're seeing that now. You know, the elite at one time used to police itself. If you disgraced yourself, you were driven from society. You remember the Profumo scandal in yes. Britain? Yes. Remember, if you, if you, if you, share, if you <laughs> share the same girlfriend as the Soviet attaché, uh, end of career. I mean, toast. It's a little, it's a little awkward. <laughs> and and he, de- he literally devoted the rest of his life to serving the poor. Yes. Yes. I, I, Let's contrast that with James Comey, who was, by the way, the director of the FBI when those girls were being raped. Can we just remind the world? So what is this? Oh, yes. You you write fictional works about, you know, the collapse of America. Let's talk about the real world. How long does this last, Kurt, before something really bad happens? Uh, It lasts. It it, it starts uh, uh, slowly decaying. And then very quickly, it will all fall apart. Uh, we, 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 we've seen that throughout history. Everybody thinks things are stable and good until suddenly they realize that the center cannot hold and the pressure is too much. I'm going to write about that in my upcoming nonfiction book, Fall and Rise of, the, of America. Uh, the, the problem is you have a, an elite that has an unbroken track record of failure where you're looking at like somebody like James Comey who literally can't protect little girls who he's told are being assaulted, to a military that can't perform basic functions, uh, to a, a political class that is absolutely incompetent, to an ac- academia that doesn't teach, it simply perpetuates its own sinecures. And th- America is strong enough that it will hold up for a while. And then suddenly it will fall apart and then it will fall apart very quickly and become something else. At least that's what I'm worried about. We can still save it, but we are dancing on the precipice. Let me ask you the, the big question. It might be hard to empirically answer. We're talking to Kurt Schlichter. We've got a minute left. 
When it comes to the crazies, I mean, the people who really hate America, how small a minority is that? I know they're the loud ones, but aren't the good guys still the majority? What's your sense, Kurt? Well, I think among our elite, there are uh, uh, a lot of people who like America to the extent that it provides them power, prestige, and position. Uh, They like to be fashionable and trash America, by which they mean trashing normal Americans. Look at the Met Gala with uh, that ridiculous uh, young lady and her tax the rich rich dress. That's kind of performance art. But they don't love the country. They love their position in it. And to the extent that uh, preserving the country preserves their position, they're all for it. Uh, But most Americans, normal Americans, do love the country deeply, honestly, uh, to the death, as as unfortunately we've seen in recent weeks. Uh, They will sacrifice their lives for it if asked. Sadly, their leaders are unworthy of them. Yeah. Sadly, they are. We need to change our elite. We need real Americans of the America First breed. God bless you. The book is The Split. Follow him at Kurt Schlichter and his writings at townhall.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.